Howdy friend, welcome to Homegrown. I'm your host R.P. Smith. I've been moving a little slower this past couple weeks. I was forcibly ejected from two different Pinto Pals. The first one resulted in a pulled groin, the second one in some cracked ribs. My physical therapist suggested I take it easy for a few days, and I heeded her advice. I went to Rodeo Bible Camp with my son Zane. I was confident that a couple of nights spent on an air mattress with my boy in a hay mow, along with 50 other 8 to 12 year olds, would take me a long ways towards recovery. I had debated whether I should take my horse along with his, since I was not planning on competing in any rodeo events. But our pickup is not that dependable, and if I was going to be left afoot, I wanted to have something to ride. Sure enough, on our way to Connell's camp, which is 22 miles north of Ringgold, the transmission in our rig gave out. We'd stopped at the Logan County Co-op in Stapleton and bought out their supply of automatic transmission fluid. I had put in the first quart there and took the second one along. I was between Stapleton and Ringgold when we stopped and put in the second one, and we were able to limp up to camp. After getting Zane and the horses settled in, I headed in to try on with the pickup. It ran better without the trailer hooked on, and the good folks at Neal Oil told me they could have a tranny out of North Platte and in for me the next day. We really hadn't budgeted for a new transmission, but we'd tested bulls earlier in the week, and the old bull had flunked. He had been taken into the sale before we left for camp, and he brought enough to cover the unexpected vehicle expense. We were planning on AIing again this year anyhow. Beth came up to the camp on Saturday with my car because she wanted to see Zane compete in the rodeo, and I needed my car to get to a program back east in Shickley, Nebraska. The rodeo went well, the only major injury being my youngest son Caleb, falling off the teeter-totter and breaking his arm. An older boy had come to camp with a broken arm that he'd got from falling out of a swing. It appears to me that kids are safer in the rodeo arena than they are in the playground. Caleb is handling his injury pretty well, and they said he scored a 72 on his ride. My show in Shickley was ended mid-poem because of a severe weather warning, so if the folks down there are listening this morning and wondering how the story ended, I'll try to run it by you again. Western punchers tell of a quiet kind of spell when they've finished shipping cattle in the fall. For them the job is done, for others it has just begun. Some Midwest cowboy deals with the beller and the ball. And the thing that's most alarming if you live in cattle farming in the early morning hours for the dawn is the silence and the pall just before your fences fall and the thundering hooves are running across your lawn. This feeder name a lightning that man and beast find frightening seems he never does strike in the same place twice. If his wife had got to choose, she'd give him a longer fuse, cause when flying off the handle, he isn't very nice. The night that he shot from his bed with an awful sort of dread, the stampeding cattle had made the whole house shake. With all the speed that he could muster, he had meant to grab his duster, but he donned his darling's housecoat by mistake. He wouldn't make a case for a puncher wearing lace, his outfit truly was a sight. Roper boots just half-calf high, frills just below the thigh, the exposed hide was a neon shade of white. Lightning sat tall in the saddle, though not quite dressed for battle, he was charging hard and trying to catch the herd. His wife followed in a Chevy, driving like her foot was heavy, knowing she had best not say a word. The calves had hit the highway, though not a busy byway, especially at this hour of the morn, when a trucker long on nerve come a whippin' round the curve, and to the race he drove with a pole upon his horn. 
As the calves went rushing by, a sight caught the trucker's eye, an eerie specter in his headlights did reflect. Was it an angel or a demon? Well, he thought he heard it screaming, and it was anatomically correct. Cause lightning was a-flashing up the highway he was dashing, by now his gown was trailing like a kite, using language best called blue, like a comet fast he flew, across dressing caballero cutting slices in the night. In the moonlight's pale glow he saw the calves begin to slow. He reined his horse into the ditch to get on by, and his wife was close behind, though she thought he'd lost his mind. As a team they were truly long on try. The morning sun was rising new, as Cowboy and his crew headed home, the pace now slowing down. And as fate would go, you know, they met the morning traffic flow of high school kids and folks that work in town. With his gown tucked into place and a grin across his face, lightning waved like a rodeo queen, and his wife pulled up beside to help finish out the ride in his mind he felt she was pretty keen. Because he could have been disgraced, had her love been misplaced, humbled on the high horse where he sat. But she had made things right, she was precious in his sight, for she had thought to bring him out his hat.